proof My use, my use is yours Tripping on sky, sipping waterfalls My youth, my youth is yours Run away now and forever My youth, my youth is yours The truth so loud you can't ignore My youth, my youth, my youth That was Youth by Troy Sivan from his debut album, Blue Neighborhood, because we are talking about Troy Sivan today for our album of the week. Mm-hmm. But first, it's Shane. And Kaylee. And welcome back to another episode of the Pop Talk Podcast, Woo. or if it's your first time listening, thank you for listening and welcome to the party, because it's always a fun time on the podcast. Isn't that right, Kaylee? That's 100% correct, as opposed to not 100% correct. That's what I thought. <laughs> um, like always, if you want to talk to us, you can find us on social media at Pop Talk, and that's on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and newly Spotify, where you can find various music playlists that we will be creating. Mm-hmm. There's a few up there right now. I'm about to put out one. You'll probably hear it when you hear this episode. It'll probably be out at the same time. Mm-hmm. So check those out. You get some new bops, new jams that you like. Download them. Let us know because I want to know if you are liking good music. Because you should like good music. I mean, at this point, obviously, Pop Talk, you should like good music. But if this is your first episode, we'll introduce you. Yes, we'll introduce you. you know. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you can follow me at Mr. McCaddy, M-R-M-C-C-A-T-T-Y, and that's Twitter and Instagram. And you can follow me on Twitter, um, Kells, K-E-L-L, and then six S's in a row, one, two, seven, six. And yeah, my Instagram is not that exciting. So your Instagram is more exciting than mine. My Instagram is pretty lit. Yeah. I will admit my Instagram is pretty lit. I've been liking it a lot over the past uh, few months. Mm-hmm. But you should start an Instagram for your th- um Oh, for my sewing? Yeah. Because I sew amazing oven mitts recently. <laughs> Yeah, no, and like the little the thing you're oh, making. Oh, yeah, that's true. I think you should. I should do that. I, well, you know what, though? I have one already. Oh, and you? I haven't, yes. And I've. Oh, what? I remember. Yeah, when you did the. um The bracelets. Yeah. Yeah, or the keychains or whatever. They, I mean, they, they're both, basically. Yeah, I do. I just haven't <coughs> used it in a long time um, when I had a life. And I wasn't working 24-7. True. Understandable. <laughs> Understandable. <laughs> but I do have one. And it's literally friendship underscore bracelets 1276. You like 1276. You know what? Let me tell... Oh, I don't know if we have time for a story. It's fine. We don't Is have to it? explain. It's very. It's a very short story. No, say it. We, well, I don't know if you've ever met Alicia. She was... Shout out. Um, she was my friend, my best friend from elementary school. Uh-huh. And we were at her house one night because I was sleeping over... And we were playing this game online, and literally, I had to create, like, a username. Was it, like, RuneScape or, like, Club Penguin or something like that? I think it was the something dolls. Like, the, I don't know. Oh, I don't they know looked you. weird. It, yeah, it was, like, a <laughs> chat room, but it had, like, yeah, dolls that's that because one of those type of games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I had to create a username. Oh, no, 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 no. I had to create a password. Mm-hmm. So it's the password I still use to this day. But I won't tell you that. But I I picked out a password. You have to sign up for our Patreon if you want to know the password. <laughs> <laughs> and the numbers that I picked were 1276. Just randomly. Those weren't like your cafeteria numbers in elementary school? No, I used that for different things. Oh. <laughs> 1276 is like my username yeah. 
thing, but my my lunch number is like if I have to make a pin or something. Go true, true, <laughs> true. All right, cool. So yeah, um, all that again information for our socials will be down in the description for you if you cannot remember. But yeah, give Kaylee's friendship yeah. bracelet page some love. Yeah, sure. Maybe she'll Why be re inspired to post. Yes. I, I got a sewing machine. I don't know if I said this last time. I got a sewing machine for my birthday. Woo. So I've been yeah. making things. I made shorts. Really? Yeah. Ooh, there's actually something Seriously. I want to talk about, but like after. Pop talk oven mitts. Ooh. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that's our socials. Um, the topics that we have that we're going to be going over. Of course, we have our album of the week, mm-hmm. Choice of On Bloom. But mm-hmm. I also want to mention a little bit about my experience at the G-Eazy concert that I went to this past weekend. Um, we're going to talk about Nikki's Made in America performance and a little bit about the Eminem and MJ, MGK, Machine Gun Kelly, um, beef that's going on, which there was a funny joke about I saw on Facebook. They said, oh, two white rappers are beefing. This must be the most unseasoned beef <laughs> of, this, of the year. And I was like, ha that's funny. No, Matt sent me a meme that was really good. It was it was like um, Jim from the office looking through blinds, but it w- it said Little Dicky watching w- the two white rappers like beef. Yeah. Him standing <laughs> there, and the- it was really funny because Little Dicky is literally like not in the beef. So. Mm-hmm. Ne- neither is G Easy, but it's still pretty funny. G Easy lo- is a little bit. Cause oh, he- is he? Yeah, I'll, I'll explain when oh, we get there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah, but before we do all that, we oh. have to talk Billboard. Yeah. If you do not know what Billboard is, it is oh. the charts that encompass all the popular music from radio and streaming and sales. They put that into the, whatever the most popular songs in the country are. Mm-hmm. So Kaylee's going to break down our top 10 for us. Yes, and I'm sure he's very excited for us to do this top 10 in particular. <laughs> I wonder why. I wonder why. You'll learn very soon. <laughs> um, well, number 10 is God is a Woman, God Ariana. God is a woman. I told you you'd learn it soon. I heard it on the radio for the first time today. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I heard it coming here to, like tonight, but... I haven't heard it a lot. I heard it, yeah, first time today we were at the school waiting for the kids to mm-hmm. get picked up or whatever. And I was like, oh, so God is a woman's on the radio? I was like, oh, wow. Well, it started, it, it started the beat, and I thought it was Better Now by Post Malone because mm. it's literally the same beat in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But I was like, no, this is weird. This is, and then, and I was like, okay, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, number nine is Love Lies, Khalid, and <laughs> Normani. We have arrived. We have made it. We uh, are top 10. This song has been on the charts for, I believe, 28 weeks mm, or something mm, like that. Something like that. I saw the tweet. Yeah, 28 or 26 yeah. weeks or something like that. So it has been a slow climb to get this top 10 hit. So for all the people... That when Fifth Harmony was a thing, all the people who tried to push Normani to the back, all the people who tried to say she couldn't sing, she was the least valuable member of the group, all the people who gave her racial slurs and called her the N-word online, this one's for you, because we are (laughs) top 10 with her first ever single released. What other Fifth Harmony girls can say that? Not Camila. Not Camila. I mean, technically none of them can say it, except for Normani. So, but this isn't her single. It is. It's oh, Khalid and Normani. Okay. It's not like her solo single, right. but it's her first single. 
you know, yeah. into yeah, I get the it, world. Yeah. And she's the only member, I realized today as I was typing up my notes, she's the only member of Fifth Harmony to not have released a solo song or whatever, or solo project when they were in the group. Like, she stayed loyal oh. the whole time. Love Lies came out after mm-hmm. the group mm-hmm. was, you know, going away. I mean, technically, I guess it... Technically, it came out before the hiatus announcement, but, like, they weren't really doing anything at that time, so... Mm-hmm. Um, and she has the top ten with that. So that shows you loyalty goes a long way, and Normani is here to stay, and I cannot wait. And also, shout out to Lauren for her interview that with Nyland that she just did. Mm-hmm. She's coming with music. Mm-hmm. Um, she wrote every song on her debut album. I'm excited to hear that. Allie did a performance at Fusion Festival, and she has a budget. I said, yeah, where I was that, that for Fifth Harmony? Mm-hmm. I was like, she has dancers and like an outfit and yeah. like a set. I was like, well, I'm done. And <laughs> then, uh, you know, Dinah just got recently signed, and she's got music coming out soon. So all the girls are doing well. And of course, you know, Camila's Camilla. doing Camila things. Yeah. So, you know, all the girls are doing well, so I'm happy for all of them. You know, it's funny. Love Lies, the top five. Let's go. It's funny because Camila, like, tried to do the whole solo thing because, like, for the drama. But now she's, like, on the back burner because, like, all the other chicks now are, like. Well, yeah, because her, you know, her album's been out for some time. She's been pushing it for, like, the past year and almost two years at this point. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the other girls are more, like, fresh until Camila puts out her second album. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, Which I'm cool. interested to know what that's going to sound like. Me too. Um, number eight is Taste, Tyga featuring Offset. Offset. <laughs> <laughs> number seven is Sicko Mode, Travis Scott. I like this song. Yeah, I've it's not bad. I've been listening to it recently. Mm-hmm. I like this one a lot. Um, you know who doesn't like it? Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj wants <laughs> to do something to his face, I heard. Yeah, on Ellen, yeah. Mm-hmm. On Ellen of all places. Oh, yeah. Wholesome. Ellen, Ellen was getting a lot out of her that day. Well, I don't like Ellen anyway, so she can deal with it. We know. <laughs> um, number six, Lucid Dreams, Juice World. I heard this for the first time on the radio today. Still haven't heard it. Um, it I was like, whoa, this is on the radio? Finally. It's been in the top ten for freaking years. Hashtag streaming. Um, number five is Fifi. F-E-F-E. Fifi. 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 Um, six nine featuring Nicky. Like you can't do Nicky. Cody. It doesn't work. Nikki. It doesn't have the um <laughs> the uh, syllables. Not syllables. It doesn't have the uh no. the vowel sounds. The, the vowel, yeah. Um Better Now Post Malone is number four. That's what we gotta say. Nikki Minaj. Nikki Minjaj. That's the vine. Oh. <laughs> Nikki Minjaj. Better now. Better now. The chorus is still really good. That's I do I like, like that song. Only part I like about that song. Um number three is I like it. I like it like a number two is girls like you maroon five and then number one which is also the song of the summer 2018 in my feelings kiki do you love me are Are you you riding riding? but see this one actually well it's so weird now like with the internet being as big as it's ever been like this actually feels like the song of the summer because of all the videos mm-hmm. and challenges that people have been doing for the past month. Yeah, no, you're right. And a half or so. So it actually feels like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. This literally was the song of the summer because mm-hmm. we had the challenge. Well, he, I read the article. I'm not sure, I'm not sure if you read it. Um, 
he is the like sixth or seventh or tenth person to do this because it, he has the song of the summer this year, but he also had the song of the summer for one dance yes. in 2016. Mm-hmm. So I read the list and like Mariah Carey is on there, Jay Z is on there, but it's because he was in Crazy in Love and Umbrella. Oh. <laughs> Dumb features, hey. Um, who else is on there? Is Mariah Katy Carey Perry on there. Katy Perry's on there. And it's what was it? California girls and I kissed a girl. Yes, yes, All about yes. girls. Um, <laughs> yeah, there were some other people on there, too. But I forget. But, yeah. He's on a list now. For the 10 million time. Yes. Charlie Drake, the, his new single, actually, nonstop. I yeah, like he's climbing. I like it. I'm like, dang. Like, within listening to the album, I didn't... Maybe because it's long. Yeah. But I didn't care for it too much. But, like, when you pick out the song individually, I'm like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. I kind of like these songs. I think I'm upset did not get I'm upset. the quality it deserved because I do well, like the beat. A, it wasn't a single. No, no, but it had a music video. It had the Degrassi music video. Oh yeah, because that, that was a moment. He yeah, he put out the I'm upset song. That was because uh, the, when the whole Kanye and um, uh-huh. Push the T thing was happening uh, with his uh, with his child. His child. Yeah. His child. My bed. My bed. Oh yeah, I was like what? My bed. <laughs> Only love my bed and my mama. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. Double me. Yeah, when you told me about that, I was yeah. shook. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that is our Billboard Top 10 and our Song of the Summer. Yep. So some rising tracks that we have going on. So I have six of them. Oh, ooh, I have four. Oh. So let's see if we well, have well, some of the same. They'll probably on here. Probably, maybe. Go ahead. So Idol by BTS featuring Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. Uh, debuted at number 22. 11. Sorry, I don't know why I wrote that on 22. I know it's 11, too. I, I don't know why I wrote that on 22. But yeah, David at number 11. Because I even looked at it now. I, got so you, girl. Been, I said, that looks weird. But yeah, David at number 11. It's almost top 10. Um, so that'll be another top 10, I'm sure, soon for um, BTS and Nicki Minaj. Yeah, that song, they actually just put the music video out. The one I with her in it. it. I haven't just, seen the original yet, but yeah. also the one with her just came out. They just did something else too. They re- broke some record. Oh, they broke like Taylor Swift's record for the music video thing, I think. And oh. they also oh for twenty four hours. Yeah, oh. I'm pretty sure. Good. And then I think they also are like on the top. Oh, they're on the top hundred artists or something, like number one. Yeah, the top social or yeah, yeah. artist, mm-hmm. which I believe is. The first time, oh yes, the first time a Korean uh, group has done that, Mm -hmm. a Korean artist has done that. Look out! So yeah, shout out to BTS. Um, Selena Gomez, back to you. Literally in order so far. Yes. Moves from twenty-three. Yeah, moves from twenty-three to nineteen, so Mm -hmm. she gets another top twenty hit. Mm -hmm. And I don't. Apparently, her album is supposed to be. I heard coming out next year. Like spring next oh. year. I said, so I mean, the past two years, the 2017 You've done nothing. and 2018, <laughs> we're putting out these random songs yeah, that yeah. do decently well. Yeah. This has probably been the most successful one besides mm. It Ain't Me. I'm talking about yeah. from her own, oh. her own music. Oh. Not like a feature. Okay. But. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. So I'm just like, dang, Selena Gomez, like. You get a bit so much anticipation for this album that I like it better be good. Mm-hmm. Still don't think she can sing that well, but <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. Um, 
next I have if you have this one I might be surprised next maybe not Big Bank okay Big Bank by YG featuring 2 Chains, Big Sean and Nicki Minaj goes from 24 to number 20 um, I've been liking that song a lot recently because Nicki's performed it well they've all performed it uh, quite a few times they did it once together on the BET Awards and then she just did it on Made in America and I'm like this song kind of like mm. mm-hmm. mm. mm. kind of a little bop to it so I like that song so shout out to YG and then I have Life Changes by Thomas Rhett goes from 43 to 36 so shout out to Thomas Rhett getting a top 40 hit his album is great he actually just celebrated the one year anniversary of that album oh. I believe uh, sometime this week when it came out last year so mm. congratulations Thomas Rhett pretty sure I've seen him live technically I'm pretty sure he performed at the Oceanfront when I was there one time Oh. But I don't know for sure. Oh. If that was him. That's what I got. Um, so you had two out of my six. Okay, not bad, not bad. Okay, so I have natural Imagine Dragons. Oh, uh, I was gonna write that. Twenty nine to twenty four. Yeah. Um, that song I think it's, when I last checked it was number one in iTunes. I said Really? Oh, we really like this song. Okay. <laughs> Real honestly. Um Next, I had East Side, Benny Blanco, hey, Halsey, and Khalid, yes. 31 to 28. On that east side. Um, number, or the, my number five here is I'm a Mess, BB Rexa, 45 to 39. Um, I've heard that on my Pandora and also on the radio. Okay, nice. Um, and then Ring, um, just because I mentioned it last week, Ring, Cardi B featuring Kehlani is, goes from 85 to 67. 85 to 67? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Our like, impact. We played that uh, on the yes, podcast indeed. last week. It was on our Spotify playlist, <laughs> which you can check out on our Spotify page at Pop Talk or click the link in the description of this video. Small plug. Just a small one. <laughs> Just a small one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that all you got for rising tracks? Yes. Okay, cool. Before we move into our main topics. Two albums actually came out this week that I was very excited for. Obviously, the Troy Sivan album that we're talking about today, but also the boy band I've been talking about for like the past half a year, it seems like now. Um, oh, why, don't why Don't We, we? release their debut album, Eight Letters? And I was so shocked when I say this. It was really good. Mm-hmm. It's only eight songs, oh. top to bottom, like. Really? Just solid, solid songs. And so this is obviously their first, they were an independent group before and they made five of their own EPs. But this is the first time they got signed to Atlantic Records, and which is also the same label that Ali, Brooke, and Cardi B are on. So can we get a collab, please? Oh. I don't know how that would sound. Brooke who? <laughs> Ali Brooke. Oh, Ali Brooke. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So, yeah, yeah. And so this is the first time they've worked in a studio with a bunch of writers and producers before in their albums. But there's two songs on the album, because they do write, and they're, and they're very musically inclined. There's two songs on the album that they wrote, and uh, the one I want to play right now is called Choose. And this is like the sort of, I don't want to say bop, but it's the more hip-hoppy leaning one mm. and uh, I like this one a lot it's, I think it's the, one of the groups one of their favorite songs from the album so this is Choose by Why Don't We I'm just saying what you wanna do Choose I just dropped down in your city too Choose Let me put you on to something new 
right cool cool so definitely check out the song check out that album for sure a lot of really good songs on that and i can't wait for what those guys are going to do in the future what mm-hmm. oh yeah i i i totally forgot to mention this to you yes um but the gq awards were over the weekend or i, I guess. saw um because i saw some people on instagram post about how they were winning yeah um i just had two awards that i thought were awesome dua okay. lipa won the solo artist award um even though it's the men's award show, I guess they have awards for the ladies too. I mean, I don't, I don't know how that like, works. What is? Me either. Okay, but it's like they're not a music. It's thing, not so a music know, so award because they also gave out. I'm sorry, it's not a music show. It's not like a music award yeah. show because they also gave out well, yeah, acting awards. Yeah, I'm just confused by that because, like, it's also a British award show. I mean, do you have like the credibility, credibility, credibility to like? To give Dua Lipa the award? Like, what are you doing? What is GQ, GQ doing giving out music and acting awards? Like, aren't you, oh. like, a fashion, you know, yeah. structured know. magazine? Like, Well, they gave out, like, an award to, like, Ralph Lauren and then Donatella Versace got awards, too. Donatella. Um, so Dua Lipa won the favorite solo artist, um, and then it gave her, like, stats. It's, like, she was, like, the most streamed on Spotify or something. I don't know. The she or uh, that could be totally wrong, but she had a lot of credentials mm-hmm. on to I guess why she won it. So I was like, okay. And then Ollie Alexander, who is the lead singer of Years and Years, won the favorite live act oh, award. So cool. I was very excited to see that. Yeah. My baby. Um I think I saw a picture was it him and Dan from Imagine Dragons? He was in a picture, the lead singer of Years and Years, mm-hmm. was in a picture with some guy from one of, like, my top bands. And I was like, ooh, are they collabing? Ooh. I'm pretty sure it was Imagine Dragons, but... I have not heard him... It's either coll- Imagine Dragons or Bastille. I can't remember which one. He... I don't think there's been a collaboration he's done. He... On the album, at least, not that I've heard, he has not done a collaboration with mm-hmm. it. Oh no, I'm sorry, that's totally wrong because he did a collaboration with Tovlo for um, "Is It Desire or Is It Nothing." Well, they did. They it was his song. It was his on the album, but then Tovlo came and was like, "I want to do it with you." And like, is oh, it sorry. that way on the album, or no. was that a remix? No, I think it was a remix. Okay, because I've heard that song because they used to play it at Express, mm-hmm. and I've never heard Tovlo on that song. Yeah, it was. I, it was have, a music I can't video. Remember. Okay. Yeah, but I do. Oh, that's them. Yeah. I didn't know it because when I listened to the album, I did hear that. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I know all these songs from Express. <laughs> um, all right, cool. That's awesome. So yeah. Okay, so <laughs> I went to the GEZ concert, uh, the Endless Summer tour with that had Ty Dolla Sign and Little Uzi, yeah, oh, <laughs> and Little Uzi Vert and um, and Murder Beats. Those are the people who were the opening acts for the concert. So just really quick about my experience there, I went with uh, Kyrie and Michael, friends of the podcast, which mm-hmm. you guys know. Mm-hmm. And I had a, my lawn chair. So oh. it's at the amphitheater. If you guys don't live in the area, um, the amphitheater, like I'm sure most concert venues, things get really full. Yep. And they get really packed. And there's a lot of traffic that, you know, when you leave, right? Yeah. I don't like sitting into that traffic, especially since I live 
three to five minutes down yeah. the street from the amphitheater, I think it's ridiculous to wait 20 minutes in traffic to uh, for a five-minute trip back home. So I park at the Sportsplex, and I just walk to the venue. Oh. So I have my lawn chair because I don't... One, I don't know why. It's a rap concert. I don't know why I thought I was going to be sitting down. But I thought to myself, I don't really care for uh, too many of the opening acts that much, so maybe I'll sit down you know, during them or whatever. One, there was no even room to do that. Like, I don't know why Like that idea even crossed my mind. But as I'm walking to the gate, this lady, um, a lady who works there, she uh, yells out, uh, not yells out, but on her megaphone, she says, no guns and first that the no guns thing made me laugh at first because i said of course that's the first thing you say at a rap concert is don't bring guns (laughs) um what do you know she's like no guns no weapons no drugs no cigarettes no lawn chairs no yeah and then the last thing she said was no lawn chairs and i'm looking around confused so i walk up to her and i say why aren't we allowed to bring lawn chairs and she says i don't know that's just what they told us when we came in then i said okay, but did they give you a reason for that? And she said, no, I, I would just assume that because it rained, the ground is still wet, and they just don't want people, I guess, having their lawn chairs in the mud or whatever. But you can still buy the low lawn chairs inside. So I can't bring my lawn chair, but I can buy one. That makes sense to me. So I kept my lawn chair with me because I, like I said, I'm not walking back all the way to the right. sports park. I'm not going to yeah. make the people who came with me either wait for me or walk back. I'm not going to do that. So we keep going in line, and the more people who work there that I pass, they keep telling me I can't bring my lawn chair. I'm like, I know. I heard the first person. Thank you for telling me. And so then we're just walking, walking, and we finally get to, you know, the TSA part, and the guy's like, you can't bring your lawn chair. I said, I know, but... Excuse me. I said, I know, but... I, I, I lied, but I said I, I got dropped off, and we weren't told before that we weren't allowed to have lawn chairs, so I didn't know, and I can't walk it back to my car. So then he's, I asked if I could just leave it, like, by the gate, and he said, yeah, 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 you can leave, that's fine, but just know that nobody's going to be watching it. And in my head, I'm thinking, no one's going to steal my child's lawn chair, <laughs> that or, like, my childhood lawn chair that has a bunch of soccer balls on it like no one is taking that at this concert please don't tell me that happened and then some lady somebody further behind us yelled it's not gonna be there when um you get back um i was like okay lady whatever you say um and fast forward to the end of the concert my lawn chair was still there and i still have it so (laughs) (laughs) lady i got nervous for a moment I wasn't really nervous. I honestly wasn't really thinking about it during the concert until we got closer to the end. I, like, I got to go back and get my chair. You're telling me nobody was going to be at the gates? Like, nobody was going to actually be around the lawn chair? That's what the guy told me, yeah. Mm. He didn't even put it inside. Like, he threw it on the other side of the gate. I said, okay, whatever that means. <laughs> but we go into the concert, and while we get there, I believe Ty Dolla is performing... And he's doing pretty good. He's pretty good. I was hoping he would have brought out Lauren. That's what I was, was going to say. I was like, because I knew, I, fe- I had a feeling that Holiday was going to be there. And I said, you're both dating, like, each other. Like, you guys have a song together. Makes sense to me, right? Bring out Lauren. Didn't happen. And Halsey didn't come out? I mean, I was getting to that. <gasps> oh. <but laughs> um, yeah, so Ty Dolla Sign performs. And then 
Next was Little Uzi Vert. I thought we had missed Little Uzi Vert because I didn't know Little Uzi Vert was a bigger artist than Ty Dolla Sign. But apparently he is. Oh. But, and then when I sat back and thought about it, I said, okay, well, he does have more hits, I guess. Yeah. Than t- or bigger hits, I guess, than Ty Dolla Sign. Totally forgot he was on Bad and Bougie because I said, I was telling them I don't know any of his songs except for the one that Nicki Minaj is on. And then um, Bad and Bougie came on. Mm-hmm. Bad and Bougie. I didn't know. I didn't. One, I never heard Bad and Bougie a day in my life. You people say, Oh really? People you might think I'm kidding when I say that I know it was number one, I know it was a huge song at the beginning of the year. Never heard that song a day in my life. And I rem- and it hit me when the song started and he said, Raindrop, drop top, la 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 and I said nah, nah. Oh my goodness, this is from Bad and Bougie. I had so many kids when the song was out come up to me and just say Raindrop, Drop Top and I had no idea what they were talking about. I thought I seen the memes, mm-hmm, but I didn't mm-hmm. know who was from the song. I was oh. like, Wow, I totally missed that moment. But so no, I did not know Bad and Bougie. I knew the chorus, I guess, when it came on. But he was performing and look Keeping it one hundred percent real, little Uzi Bird, I believe, is like a, a, a Satan worshiper or something, or he does something with the devil because he had this skull on stage and it was all like he had a whole bunch of like red lights, he had upside down crosses, oh. all these things, and all the people in the audience, I promise, not promise, but they were brainwashed. Oh, because they knew. I've never seen so many people chant lyrics that I don't understand because he's a mumble rapper. Chant lyrics word for word to what this guy is saying, and they are saying it like it is their pledge of allegiance. Wow. When I'm telling, I saw all these weird, not weird types of people, but types of people that you would not normally see at these kind of events that were just there knowing every word. So I prayed. I said, Kyrie, I said, Kyrie, can we pray, please? And she said, sure. And so I pray an actual prayer. I said, please protect us from the devil's work that is happening right now and keep us and our friends safe. And then when I was done, she said, wait, were you serious? I said, yes, I don't have the time for this mess, okay? And that's why I believe that my chair was still there at the end of the concert because I prayed to the Lord mm. to, for protectance. Probably. So, so the once little Uzi Vert's done... Um, and he during EXO tour life, he threw the his mic into the audience because he wanted someone to sing. He was like, "But y'all gonna like sing this? Who's gonna sing it?" I thought he was gonna bring someone on stage, right? Nope, chucks the mic into the into the pit. And I said, "What if someone got butt hit in the head?" Wow. And then apparently, I don't know what's happening because no one was singing into the mic, so it was just the audience was all just yelling, and you couldn't hear like a specific voice over everyone else but Aww. whatever missed missed moment missed but the person who probably got the mic probably didn't know the words or they probably got hit in the head and they were <laughs> bleeding yeah and they you know, know they unconscious were. exactly so once little uzi comes out or is done uh, g-e-z comes on and i i was assuming it was going to be like a typical rap show mm-hmm. i don't know what that really entails i thought you know whatever have like a little dj do your songs or whatever g had visuals oh for every song, like production, he had a, an actual stage and like a set. He had props. Like he came out in a car oh. during one song. Um, he had special guests, the light, smoke. It was like an actual quality production show. He he rapped without backtrack with a band the entire time, very consistently. And that's something you know is very important in rapping. It's like okay, you need to be able to rap 
your songs consistently throughout the entire show without showing any signs that you're tired or you know you like can't keep up if you're like rapping fast nope nailed every song uh brought out special guests that were hype um even played the cardi b verse during no limit because he knew everyone was going to sing it and then the part that i knew was going to happen so everyone was thinking like oh is holiday gonna be here is holiday gonna be here i said probably i mean they like just got back together or whatever and she was just performing with him wherever they were the night before so him and i starts playing and here comes out halsey being extra <gasps> and doing the most oh and, really yeah oh i missed him i mean i don't really care for <laughs> halsey but it's i always I it's a very enjoyable moment when people bring out special guests and it's like <gasps> Oh I, my god, they put out I didn't realize how long him and I have a song was until I saw it live. I was like, dang, this is still going on. But I mean, yeah, she had a lot of energy. Imagine she sounded Halsey great. She was bouncing around like Virginia too Beach. much. And it wasn't as cool for me, mm-hmm. I guess, like as um like even some of the people I was with were really excited. I've seen Holly perform live before. So it oh. wasn't like Well, that was before her prime. Yeah, yeah, obviously, but like I, I like I was more interested interested in her back then than yeah. I am now. Now I'm just like you're annoying. So I was like, whatever, mm-hmm. Halsey's here. I mean, it was still cool, but I was like, eh, yeah. Halsey's here. Where's Lauren? <laughs> uh- <laughs> <laughs> so they come out and do their song, and I was like, well, I said, I, I turn back to Kyrie, and I say, she's not back together with him because she likes him. She's back together. F- because of more performance opportunities like this one here. Mm-hmm. This is all she's doing this mm-hmm. for. Well, where was BB? Where's BB? BB is actually busy with a job <laughs> and a career right now. She couldn't have flown in for me, myself, and I. She didn't. She could have, but no. She has a life. Whatever. She has a life. <laughs> but um, yeah, so the concert was really, really good. I had a great time. It's definitely probably in my top three list of concerts it was very the whole g easy time at least was very hype the entire time and i very much enjoyed it and he ended no no it ended with it ended with no limit i think it was me myself and i and then ended with no limit i'm pretty positive so that was a really good ending you know with the two biggest hits yeah and so i had a great time at the concert cool yes okay so made in america mm-hmm Nicki Minaj was the headliner of Made in America uh, this year, which is, if you did not know, is Jay-Z's annual music festival. I did not know that. Oh, you didn't? Yeah. Nope. I had no idea this was going on. Oh, really? Mm. It was streamed on Tidal, which, you know, is also owned by Jay-Z, partially, um, with some other artists. Nicki's on part of those artists as well. So it got streamed on Tidal. Thankfully, I had did the free title subscription when the Carter's album, Everything is Love, came out. And I just haven't gotten Deleted rid of it, it. yet. Yeah. And so it was just a perfect opportunity. And I was like, oh, great. I can actually just watch the live stream. And so a lot of people performed. They were really good. I watched Alessia Acara. She was really good. Oh. Uh, Miguel was really good. Um, Kendrick Lamar was really good. And then, so Nikki uh, comes on and... I kind of just want to talk a little bit about, like, her performance because this was the biggest type of performance that she's done. And it is technically, I mean, not technically, it is a music festival. So it's like, oh, I'm looking at from the perspective of, well, as a fan, I'm thinking, oh, this is so exciting. I can't wait to see what she's going to do. This is the first time she's performed, like, in years where she can do, like, a lot of songs, you know, especially from the new album. 
Queen, which you could check out our <laughs> review of that <laughs> podcast as well. And so, yeah, and then, then the music critic part of me or whatever was thinking, can Nicki Minaj do a festival set and keep, you know, the audience like, engaged and interested the entire way through, right? So that was, I was, uh, in- it was two different ways I was watching it, but yeah. So what do we think? Well, I just watched uh, bits and pieces of it today just so that I, oh, goodness gracious. Um, I, wa- I definitely watched Barbie Dreams. Like, I watched that full through. And Did you happen to see Majesty? No. Okay, I was going to see if you saw her, her wardrobe malfunction. Where her, I did. Well, I saw, oh, the, saw mal- the clip. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, know, I didn't know it was during Majesty, though. Yeah. Um, I thought her outfit could have been better. I mean, I'm just thinking of it as, like, me just looking at her. Like, yeah. I feel like the hair wasn't there. I felt like she was, like, barefoot through most yeah, of she, it. No, she, yeah, she took off her shoes halfway through because uh, Nikki can't wear shoes. I was <laughs> like, are you wearing tights or are those your legs? Like, it was very odd for me mm-hmm. to just kind of watch. But then I felt like she wasn't, like, I hate it when artists are, like, too tired to, like, sing. And then they just do this, like, put their the microphone out the whole time. Or or I just don't, like, I just don't feel like you, they what should. You, what do you mean? Like, I saw you agreeing with me there for a moment, right? Like Yes, I, if I, if you're, if you, well, depends well, on what you're saying. So, from the, the Barbie Dreams performance, from what I saw. Yeah. It seemed as though she was either very tired or very not into it anymore, and she just wanted like everybody else to sing it for her. I thought from the very from the very beginning, she opened up with Majesty the same way she did um, at the VMAs, uh-huh. and Boom, I from the very beginning, I because it went from that into Hard White. And she even did the um, the end of Majesty where the little singing part. She did that part. Well, that was weird because there was sa- there was some type of sound issues because she was like told yeah, to turn yeah. up her in ear or do something, and like she wasn't singing a lot of the that part because I don't think she could hear herself. Mm-hmm. But the first two songs for sure, I said there's something. I said something. I tweeted it. I said something seems off. I said something seems really off. I don't know if it's just because of the sound or if it's just her, but like something seems off in the way that she's performing. To me, and there were parts of the show where it it did that did pick up for me, but a lot of the time I was just like, I don't want to say not that she didn't feel into it or whatever. It just seemed like like off. Like I wasn't getting the same type of energy that we had gotten from like the VMAs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. that was there was that. So in that aspect, yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, this. The holding out to the audience, I don't mind too much. Because if you know if, you, if it's your fans and the fans are going to like sing it, I think that's cool because it's. I think it's from both the artist's perspective and just from a listener or watcher's yeah. perspective. I think it's cool that, okay, your fans are going to like show up for you and they're not going like, to let you down. They're going to sing every word and whatnot. And as an artist, you know, that obviously has to be a cool feeling. You spent all this time working on this music and mm-hmm. for these people to receive it and sing it back to you. Obviously, it's probably a good boost and whatnot so but in terms of her like singing singing i wasn't surprised because like i said before nikki doesn't sing these songs live mm-hmm. so what's the point of you singing so much mm-hmm. like if you noticed what well, you didn't know if you didn't notice she didn't do i was proud of this actually from her she didn't do any pop songs mm-hmm. and she didn't do any singing songs um 
the singing thing I wasn't like impressed or like surprised by because she just doesn't sing live. But the pop song thing, I was actually like, oh, I was like, we're not doing any of like the pop hits. We're not doing Anaconda, Super Bass, um, Starship. We're not even doing like the Nine is Still Young. Yeah. Um, you know, the closest thing we got was probably Moment for Life. And that's what she closed with. Which is mm. still a great closing. I think she's been doing that for years, closing with that song. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I thought, though, I thought that she, for the most part, held it down pretty well. I thought she rapped pretty consistently throughout the entire show. You know, she did it mostly without a backtrack um, and with a band. So that's cool. Um, this, uh, she brought out three special guests. She brought out little Uzi Bird. So I had to see him twice in the same weekend. Oh, I was man. like, oh, my goodness. Go away. Um, <laughs> and then she brought out uh, 6 9 to do Fifi, obviously. Really? Was he in shackles? Was he in no, a jumpsuit? No, he was in a white T-shirt and jeans. And I don't know why she brought him out. He is not from what I seen from him i don't know much about him or his discography he's not good though Mm. he was yelling the whole time so nikki's rapping right doing the same way she does it on the song he's yelling every word yelling every word like Mm. and then so they did fifi and that's how it was i said okay great the song's over she let him do his own song so he yelled again for another three minutes i was like Nikki. Well, he needed it. Maybe. Well, we didn't need it. (laughs) Nikki, you didn't have to do that to us. Whatever. Nikki's a giver. Right, she is. And then she brought out ASAP Ferg to do uh, Plain Jane Remix, which went so hard live, and Mm. it made me re-like the song, and I've been listening to that a couple times. Um, My favorite part of the show, though, um... It was probably when she did... Well, she did a twerk contest, but I thought just took up time. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, she did it to, like, her song. Like, she did it to Good Form and then Itty Bitty Piggy. But I thought it was just such a random thing to do on, like, a festival set. If it was, like, a quick thing with, like, her dancers, it would have been, like, fine. Mm-hmm. But, like, it was, like, you got people from the audience, like, pre-picked, obviously, and like you had rounds there was more than one round kaylee there was oh. like the first round and then there was the finals oh like, <laughs> I was like what is going on um but then she gave out you know money to yeah. the girls and whatnot so that's cool but right after that she was like oh i want to see if they know this one and then she went into the monster verse which was i thought was a really good uh performance of the verse because she did it mostly a cappella. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there was a few times where, like, the band would come in. Um, and obviously, now the audience was there. That that won a lot. She, like, had the audience do a lot, obviously, because we all know the words. Mm-hmm. So, but I thought that she, um, you know how near the end she does, like, a lot of the voices. Like, she do, like, the yeah. Barbie voice and go, like, high-pitched or, or, or higher voice and whatnot. Um the way she did it this time, she still did, like, the voice inflections, but they weren't as drastic, so her voice was a lot lower during some parts. Like, when she said, um, what's the line where she says, um, I don't give a, I don't give a F-U-C-K, forget Barbie. Um, that part, she did, like, in, like, her, like, low voice, and it just made the whole thing different. Like, I was like, oh, she said, I don't give a F-U-C-K. I was like, oh, this hit me in a different way. Uh-huh. I was like, and she was sitting on a throne during that part. I was like, oh. 
She is the queen. <laughs> um, so I really Roman has returned. Um, oh, I was disappointed. That she didn't do it? Yes. Ugh. I was really disappointed. I'm disappointed just that she... Has she ever done it live? What? Roman's Revenge. Oh, Roman... Oh, that's not what I was uh, upset about. I was surprised she didn't do Roman's Revenge. Uh-huh. But I was, I was upset that she didn't do the Roman part on uh, Barbie Dreams. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. That's what I was like, really? This could have been like the moment. Like, what are you doing? <sighs> um, but whatever. Yeah, but yeah, I was. She has done. I mean, she did part of Roman's Revenge on the Grammys when she performed. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure she's performed it before. I think they performed it together once. I'm assu- I think I might remember I'm that. assuming because she went on his tour, mm. and why would you not? Unless the song didn't exist at the time. But, right. That's so, when they wrote it. Yeah, right? Hey. <laughs> uh, uh, so, yeah. So, overall, I thought it was... I thought, like, it was pretty... It was enjoyable. It was fine. I do think there's a lot that needs to be worked on. Like I said, if this is the tour, I'm not going to buy a ticket. Right. If this is what it's gonna be, not saying it's bad or whatnot, but I'm just like, and I think it's just because, and I, a lot of p- other people were saying this that we just have such higher expectations for her because of who she is and like what she's done and where, like where she's at in her career, and so part of me is like, not saying that she's backtracking, but you can tell there's a significant difference between in the way she was performing during the Pink Print time period. And the queen time period. Yeah. And I'm not going to say, like, it's age because she's not that much older. And so it's just, like, something's different. You know what I mean? And you can definitely uh, definitely come across on stage. But, yeah, I thought it was pretty, you know, she got the job done. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it was cool. Cool. Okay, and then really fast too. So, just if you guys don't know, it's still going on, but the Eminem and MGK feud that is happening. So, just for people who don't know, the quick little timeline. So, well, first, first of all, first off, apparently there was something going on between Halsey and Machine Gun Kelly. And they were canoodling or something. Really? And for what reason? I have no idea. She Especially that? when you were already dating G Easy. That's like, what I'm saying. Like, like the scale difference is just seriously. Ugh. But and that's in looks and talent, so um, <laughs> <laughs> and money. <laughs> but so apparently there was a thing, and then so I think Machine Gun Kelly had had a line about G Easy and Halsey. In his freestyle that he did on this radio show, I think it was the uh, DJ Funk or whatever mm-hmm. uh, Funk Master Flex mm-hmm. show, and so Jeezy then made an entire diss song about him. And but I don't think Machine Gun Kelly cared because I don't think anything really came from that. Mm-hmm. But he probably didn't have time to care because Eminem dropped his album this week as well, and. Uh, one of the songs, a few, a couple of the songs, he throws disses at Machine Gun Kelly because Machine Gun Kelly tweeted back in 2012 that he thought Eminem's daughter, he found a picture of Eminem's daughter who was 16 at the time and Machine Gun Kelly was 24 at the time. And um, she, he said, like, like 
she was like hot or whatever and you know sure it is it's six years ago i don't know exactly when eminem found out about this but sure it was like six years ago but like you're still we're still calling like sexualizing his underage daughter so obviously he's gonna be mad i would be mad Mm -hmm. if someone did that publicly Mm -hmm. especially Mm -hmm. you know um and so you know eminem came at him and then machine gun kelly just grew some balls and said oh no i'm not gonna let this slide and so he came with an entire eminem had like a few lines about him machine gun kelly came up with an entire four minute song dissing eminem like hook and everything like a structured song and i think it's actually pretty good there's actually a few lines that are like oh like (laughs) dang got him good um and he so definitely had a lot of balls uh for that i don't know if eminem has i've seen like i've listened to something that said it was a machine gun kelly diss and then apparently something else came out like today or the other day but when i was listening to the radio they were saying that eminem's still working on like a response Mm -hmm. so i don't think so i don't know if i've just listened to like random other songs and people are just saying it's a diss um because i'm like these aren't good if they are and i'm like i'm waiting for eminem to come back and like to destroy him like mm-hmm. you don't want it machine gun kelly you don't <laughs> want it you might think you do but you don't we only know you because of camila that's so true <laughs> you don't want some shady like so interested to see where that's going um obviously i i'm expecting eminem to just destroy him but i will give props to machine gun kelly for you know yeah having the balls to do something like that because who who else is who else is gonna diss eminem like, True. you know what i mean and especially in that fashion mm-hmm. so you know what i mean gotta do what you gotta do um yeah so that's kind of what is going on with okay. that right now cool no i thoughts opinions i honestly didn't know what it was going on until like Most it started popping up beef i mean <laughs> <laughs> um no i just know about eminem's album because you texted me about it but then i saw like on buzzfeed like oh beef is like brewing up in the white rap world <laughs> so i didn't really read much into one, it one hell of a week for machine gun kelly true you that this is the of, most action he's yeah, gotten a since lot of camila. <laughs> camila camila a lot of exposure uh going on with him mm-hmm. okay cool so that are the topics that we got for that's been going on in music this week so now let's get to our album of the week. Album of the week. We have Troy Savon Bloom, Boom. his second debut album following, like I said before, Blue Neighborhood and his EP T R X Y E. Yes, that's how that EP. Uh, are you just talking about his past stuff, right? Yeah. Okay. Um. Also, add a question. Um. Sure. Did you? Are we just talking about like the ten on the album, or did you get the target with the two? I did get the target with the two, but I have not listened to it. Yet. Okay, I just want to make sure because I was yeah, like, yeah. "OMG, I just did the no, ten. I forgot. I forgot when I bought the CD. I forgot that there was even two more songs. Okay. On it, I haven't listened cool. to them yet. Sure, they're great, Troy, but uh, <laughs> I'll get to them. Yeah. Okay. So, but yeah. So uh, this album, you know. We've talked about a couple of the songs before as, as they've come 
out the singles, especially My 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 and Dance to This with Ariana Grande. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Troy has been promoting this album for, I think My 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 came back out and came out in like February time. January. January, okay. So, yeah, so I've been promoting this since the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. Now it's September or August. It came out technically. Mm-hmm. Or no. It's, no, it came out September. It's, no, it came out the last day in August. Yeah. Yeah. I but, wrote my Australian years and years, lol. Because, oh. yeah, because he, I didn't know he was South African. I didn't know that either until I was watching interviews and doing mm, stuff mm-hmm. earlier. Um, I probably may have known that before, but I have no idea. Mm. Yeah, so let's jump into the album and let's okay. talk about track number one, 17. So I said that I love that piano piano chord sound, like I can't remember. It's like <laughs> just just like just like a big like chord sound. It just oh I thought I thought it was like guitar. Oh, it might have been. That's what I, I thought. I, that's what I wrote down. And then I said too. that it almost sounds like an '80s anthem. A lot of these yes. songs sound yeah, like yeah, '80s songs. Yeah, he has a very songs. '80s feel. You know me. <laughs> and I love them. Ooh. I love it. I, me too. And then I wrote down. I wrote down always with the kid shout. Why is there always a kid shout in his songs? You have to. It's it's um. <laughs> what is it? Not uh, consistency. It's a. Uh, it's um. His, his thing. M- his mark. His yeah, yeah, yeah. brand. His thing. <laughs> and then I said, what a beautiful song about hooking up on Grindr. LOL. Oh. Because that's what this is about. You got... Gr- oh, see. Oh, I, I read, I read it completely differently. Um, I said, wow, this lyrical content. <laughs> <laughs> I said... Because the first verse, I said... Okay. I said... <laughs> I said, was Troy raped or just in a relationship with an older guy who he lost his virginity to? Because that first verse, to me, made me sound like he was being raped. And I was like, Troy, do you need a hug? Do you need... Oh, gosh. And I was like, so concerned. I, if I had like, the lyrics in front of me, I would yeah. read some of them. But like, I was like, uh, I don't know. But then once I got to the second verse, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but... I said, what a fantastically written pop chorus. The chorus, I think, is written so well mm-hmm. on this song. Um, my favorite part, like, I, it didn't hit me until I was writing my notes for it. And that's probably, like, my maybe my third or fourth time listening. I was like, wow, this chorus is good. When I looked at it with the lyrics mm-hmm. and hear the songs completely differently, I was like, oh. And then... Um, yeah, it has that nice 80s vibe to it mm-hmm. that I'm all about. And mm-hmm. I love the the same thing I'm pretty sure Kaylee's talking about. To me, it sounds like a guitar strum, mm. um, but I like it. I think it has a nice vibe to the song. Mm-hmm. I think it's a very good, a good opener. Yeah, I also do. Except it's like, okay, is this album going to be all about, like, over 30 sex or is this going to be I a hope pop not because his current relationship is someone around his own age so <laughs> I would hope not like oops <laughs> <laughs> that's all I had on that he'll just do whatever do whatever he wants I went on looking for love when I was 17 maybe a little too young but it was really me and in the heat of the night Things I've never seen. Oh, 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 oh. Seventeen. Right, track number two, we have the single 
Uh, my, 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 my. The first thing, though. My, my, my. Exclamation point. My first thought, like, so I'm typing this as I'm listening, right? So I go, pentatonics? Because it literally sounds like a pentatonic song right when it starts. I can't, I can tell you how it goes, but that's literally what I read or wrote. Okay. Then I said, he's a baby. LOL, talking about grown things. He's a baby talking about grown Because he is. And then I said that I love, I, I already, re- I like the second song. I was like, love the production of this album. And then I like that, that in and out kind of sound. Like, mm-hmm. like, but more melodic like not like that but like that like it sounds better i know i know what you're talking about (laughs) and then i said it's only the second song but i appreciate that he just gets to the point and sings and then has fun he doesn't drag anything out um what's a good example i feel like Nicki minaj is a good example because like some of her songs are just like the same thing over and over and over over again there is no like break kind of but in these songs like in this song i guess i thought of it it was like like the song isn't long but he he says what he has to say and then he has fun in the chorus and at the end you know like my 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 just at the end having fun i just don't understand what you mean by like break or you said like some songs, maybe not like Nicki Minaj, but I feel like we were just talking about some songs recently. Like, you you hear a song and then it's like, OMG, is this song over yet? It's the same verse, it's the same chorus, yes, in the okay. same way. Yeah. But from what I heard from like two songs, it was, yes, they're repeating because that's what songs do, but it's not the same kind of way. It's not the same annoying way. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Quality pop music. But yeah, I said this the bop I will always be mad was slept on. <laughs> slept, slept, slept on. The song is so good. I said thank you, Troy, for caring about pre choruses. I think for the majority of the album, I think the pre choruses are like so good mm-hmm. and really. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll save my comment because it's in my overall notes. But ah. I think the chorus on this song is so solid. I die every night with you. Uh, doo doo. Oh, my, my, my. I said that over exuberance of infatuation is what this song feels like to me. Mm-hmm. Like when you're just so, not like in love, but you're just so infatuated with another person mm-hmm. that you just have to have this explosion of dance and pop and stuff yeah that's what i get from the song i really like that and when the final chorus kicks in with the ad libs it's just again more energy more excitement um again i said slept on and i think the production is really good on mm-hmm. this one i think it's pretty a pretty solid song overall and y'all should still not sleep do not sleep on my 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 Mm-mm. okay so track number three, we have The Good Side. This is my first star song. Is it? Sure is. Interesting. Um. Okay. So Wait, you didn't star My, My, My? No. So I... We have to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Podcast meeting. <laughs> um, I said, ooh, I love that underwater sound. Okay, so literally I'm I'm listening oh, and typing. the intro, right? Yes. Okay. That I don't know. What, okay, I didn't know what that was. I, I had said... um kind of transports you to the vibe of this song with that whooshing intro. Yes. And it kind of does the same thing at the end, too. 
Yeah. So I, I was typing. I said, oh, I love that underwater sound. Oh, no, not a guitar. Because <laughs> I was like, no, I don't want this to be like a ballad. Okay, someone just got a message. I didn't realize it was my, it's my, um, the cousin's like birthday. I had no idea. Uh-oh. I knew, I knew I just forgot. I haven't Shout out. Happy birthday, Shane's cousin. Yes, Jalen. Happy birthday. <laughs> What's good? <laughs> he just started um, high school this past week. All so. right. High school where me and Shane met. Um, okay. Do you want me to pause? Okay. Um, I said I wanted another techno song. Like I was complaining, but then I went and then I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Ooh, very Simon and Garfunkel-y. Um, yeah, okay, very that. Simon and Garfunkel-y. And then I said, "Ooh, that little dee 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 sounds cool." Um, okay, so it's like both acoustic, acoustic, and techno. And then there was one part where I had to write, "Wow, okay, that, that's amazing." I think it was the part where it just kind of blew your mind with instrumental, mm-hmm. and it was just like really, really good. And then I wrote, "I feel like all the little." All the little spurts of techno is his good side coming to fruition. So I read that this song was about him leaving a relationship and him getting all the good parts yeah. of it. Yeah. So I feel like all. The, I think the lyric, and I agree, the lyrics do a very good job at mm-hmm. saying that. But like, it goes from the underwatery techno y sound to the guitar. So. It's not guitar the whole time, but it's also not techno the whole time. So I feel, so I wrote that I feel like it when his techno comes in, it's his good, like, fun, not strapped down side that's yeah. coming out. And then I said that I can see this being used in a trailer for something. Like, oh, especially yeah. the end of it. For sure. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That was an interesting note you had about the, um, or what you just said. Mm-hmm. Me, the same thing I said for the transport you part. Um, I opposite to Kaylee. I thought that the chilled like guitar strum was a good mood shifter from the first two songs that were very like and I get poppy it. and whatnot. Yeah. You know, especially after because to me, my 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 is the like <laughs> the, uh, yeah. It's probably like, the danciest song. On the album, so it's good to have like that high, very high moment, and then like you know come down from it, and then um, there's the part where he says, uh, uh, "Sympathize." I think it's the bridge, maybe. Uh, the when the piano comes in during that part, I really like. I feel like it really fits the mood mm-hmm. of the lyrics, and then the song builds, and it take the song builds and adds and takes away different layers and stuff. What you were saying about like the technically techno stuff like coming in and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that it has like different things going on yeah. in it. And then I like that it has like a musical fade out. A lot of songs don't want really to do that uh-huh. you know, these days. And um, I said this song seems like it was a lot of ideas in one. Because I feel like yeah. there's a lot of different things going on. Is it kind of works? Yeah. But I think to me it works in in context and within the album. I don't know if I would necessarily enjoy it as much as a song individually, which is yeah. why I don't think I necessarily got into it when it first came out. Because this mm. was like a promo song. Oh. Um, like a couple weeks after My 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 came out. And I was just like, eh, oh. the first time. 
I heard, but I've, I've heard so much more than I ever did back then within the song now that I'm like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Kind of slept on this one a little bit. Mm-hmm. All right. Track number four, we have Bloom. Title track. Title um, track, yes. I mm-hmm. said that this also sounds very 80s. That's going to be a, a note on most of these. Um, the whole album is <laughs> 80s inspired. You can um, just say that right now. The whole album is 80s inspired. I'll still read my notes. No, you can still read them. <laughs> read them. <laughs> um, and then I said, it, okay, so at the time it reminded, okay, so... I wrote down, it reminds me of this one song with the same clapping sound, because the whole song, well, some of the song, he's like, it claps, and I've just now remembered what song it was. She drives me crazy, ooh, ooh, like no one else, ooh, ooh. but the whole, it's, don't in, believe the, I've heard. in the background, it does that weird oh, clapping sound, gotcha. so it was in like a Muppets, like, commercial or something, oh. I don't know. But then I said that I really like the message as well. Like, I bloom when I'm with you, right? That's My first note is this song is about bottoming, apparently. And no I way. I guess that makes sense. That's it not is. what it's about. Yes, it is, Kaylee. When you really, like, sit back. when like, I bloom when I'm with you? That means something he's else? He's talking about, like, I don't want to say it because, you know, it's family friendly. But, you know, like. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? No, I get it. <laughs> no, I know. And so when I remember when like all the fans were like <laughs> saying that and whatnot, I was like, "There's no way." There's but when no you but when way. you look at it from that perspective, you're just like, "Oh, you know what? It just might be. It just." I'm gonna have to listen to it. my baby is you talking are. about grown like, things. <laughs> no way. I I I no. Cannot believe that. Believe it. I'm. This is, and I'm pretty sure he's confirmed. And he confirmed. said that. I'm he said sure that. He's confirmed. Yeah. I haven't watched the music video, so I don't know if it's. In I really don't want to watch video. the music video. Now that I've learned this, um, was it going to be a bunch of flowers in my face? Like, I know. get out of here, Troy. Different like outfits and whatnot. Oh my gosh! Like I'm done. That. Mm. I said, while this chorus is catchy, the song goes on a little too long for me, and mm. I lose interest in it because nothing really stands out about it. Because I'm really not into butt stuff. No, not that. <laughs> <laughs> not that. It just, um, <laughs> it just like, and a lot of people have been saying that this song, you know, they don't really care for this one too much because it's very generic sounding. But Troy said that that was his goal with the song. He wanted to make that generic you know pop song and i think it it fits that goal but it's just a little long for me mm. i'm just like uh bloom uh bloom just for you by the time we get to the last chorus i'm just like this song over ah. yet like i get it i bloom just for you oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay number five we have postcard featuring gordy um i said that i love how even the piano has a strong voice in this I mean, yes. it's very piano-based, obviously. Yes, indeed. So. Indeedy. And then I said that I liked how the voices melded and how simple yes. it was but still had a great message portrayed mm-hmm. um, about, like, his boyfriend not really caring that he sent him a postcard. Like, I read the story. Like, he actually did send someone a postcard oh, and really? it got lost in the mail and his boyfriend, like, didn't read it. And it was... So, yeah, 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 yeah. But yes, the vo- the two voices, Gordy, whoever Gordy is, um, his that was beautiful, I thought. Yeah, no, I said uh, you didn't 
give a fuck. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, oh, dang. Didn't see that coming. Oops. Lyric-wise. Um, and then I love his vocals in the chorus. Um, I wish I could ever sing the words. You're just picking me up. I think it's... Um, I think the fragility mm-hmm. in his voice really comes through mm-hmm. um, when he's singing the chorus. And then when Gordy comes in the second verse, just throughout the rest of the song, like singing with Troy, I'm like, this is just great. Mm-hmm. This is great. Um, I said his pre-chorus game is strong. And these pre-choruses on this album are just good. And then the bridge, uh, which is the part that Gordy sings by themselves, is just like beautiful. Mm-hmm. I just, agree. I'm just like, ugh. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Just so good. Completely. You know? Yeah. And so that's what I said about um, that Priest one. Kid. That was a very, um, for me, it was a very refreshing moment coming from Bloom that I don't necessarily care about mm. as much. But you're still picking me up. Don't put me back down like it's nothing to you. Six, we have Dance to This featuring Ariana Grande. This is my second starred song. Even though it was a single, I I love this 80s slash 90s influence on the intros and production. Yes. It's it's great. 80s beach vibe. And then I said that I love the airiness of the lyrics because I can feel it. Like I can imagine myself on the dance floor just going, let's just dance in it. You know, and then I said the drum that drum beat makes it very Whitney Houston. Um, yeah, I want to dance with somebody, and then in the middle, yeah, I thought it sounded kind of Whitney. Did you watch the Bobby Brown thing on BET? Not all my mom was watching it, I've seen, I've Watched a little bit. Here, my mother also could not stay away from it. Like she was like, I was like two parts. I I, we saw the the second part last. Yeah. I didn't watch the first part, but I saw pretty much half of the second part mm-hmm. because I was like, Mom, you know this is on right now. She was like, A Bobby Brown. And I was like, Bobby Brown. Okay. No, my, no, my mom was. I mean, I think she she fell asleep, but she was like dedicated to watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It. Um, but he had a hard. I mean, just off topic, but he had a hard life, man. I mean, he was like, you know, I don't acknowledge what he did to Whitney yeah. but I mean his I think like his mom died or something and then Whitney died and then his daughter died yeah, and it was like oh my god no. life happens and um, then he was with Janet Jackson which was a shock to everybody oh, yeah anyways that. sorry yeah I just um, but just it's really last good. note about that the girl who they picked to play Bobby I only saw like her in a like, oh, three seconds just, like just, just like her looked it was her it was a ghost <laughs> Um, we actually filmed this before she died, years ago. <laughs> like, look uh, just like her. I, I know. I was like, but yeah. And I almost thought that Whitney was Normani for like five I seconds. Don't she didn't look oh. like Whitney at all. No. The girl didn't know, but anyways, oh. she didn't look like Whitney. But from what I saw, at least, mm. I thought she acted at least really yeah. good. I'm sure. I didn't see her in any scenes, but oh, um, okay. I just saw like when they were like coming up. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, gotcha. But, okay. Yeah, so dance to this. Um, I said instant '80s beach vibe. Oh, yes. Um, I said, it, oh, oh my god, I, oh, 
I read my notes wrong for a second. <laughs> I thought it said I thought I wrote I wrote down sounds like it's building up to talking about sex, but then they just like boom, we can just dance to this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like that's I like that's nice, but I, when I looked at my notes, it looked like it sounds like building sex. And Ooh. I was like, "Ooh, Troy and Ariana." Can we have a conversation? Building <laughs> sex. Like, why are we having sex on a building? Mm. <laughs> but, yeah. I said, Ariana with the vocals. Yes. Come through with the vocals. And I said, I think their voices <gasps> blend very well together. Yes, I agree. And, yeah, it has a nice little fade out. that I can just dance in night and night. I just want to take you out. Yeah, it's, yeah, I think the music video is really cute. I like yeah, it I a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I like the song a lot. Me too. All right, number seven, we have plume. Well, I call it plume. Plum. Plum. My third starred song. <laughs> third star. Third star. I said, what an odd choice of fruit. And then I said, oh, I see there's lots of fruit involved here in this, in this piece of music. And then I just said that I love the production of the song because at the time of me listening to this, I was, like, really busy at work, so I was trying to type and listen at the same time. Yeah. So... I do remember, like, really liking, like, the lyrics. Like, even a plum has so far that can go or something like that. Um, uh, um, I know this one. I sing this one all the time. Um, uh, even the sweetest plum has only got so long. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. I don't know. I just really like the song. I said a bop. A bop. (laughs) His thoughts. (laughs) A bop. <laughs> I said, I love the lyrical mm-hmm. subject of, you know, all good things come to an end. Um, I think it's the, yeah, I think it's the best chorus on the album. Mm. Um, you know, um, maybe a time has come, maybe we're overgrown. Just good. And then it has a little, um, I called it a, I love the, musical post chorus. I didn't want to call it like a drop because it's not like a drop, but I call it like the little musical post chorus on this and dance to this. It has that little mm-hmm. instrumentally part mm-hmm, to it. I mm-hmm. like that. It gives the production a little more life. Um, I said snap. It has the snaps in the bridge. Mm-hmm. I said signs of a true bop. You got the snaps. And then um, it has that build up to where it has that piano driven acapella chorus near the end and then it goes back into the full production when the, everything drops back in. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, yeah, I think it's a solid, solid pop, bop song. I hope this one becomes a single mm-hmm. at some point. Um, yeah, he said this is probably the one he's most excited about performing on tour. So then name the album Plum. Not Bloom. Who's buying an album called Plum? Not me. I'm sorry, who's buying an album called Bloom? Bloom was a better name than Plum. I don't know. I would have been interested. I would have been intrigued. I would have been like, we talking about fruit? or?" <laughs> <laughs> and then every song is a fruit no, name. Kaylee. That sounds like a bad concept, concept album. A terrible concept album. <laughs> Call me at my concept line. No. Um. <laughs> no, 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 no. Track number eight. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what a heavenly way to die. Okay, so the only thing I wrote down for this is, is this happy or sad? I could not figure out. Like, I get it. Like, it's a happy-ish song, but it's... You're still talking about dying. Like, it's kind of sad to die. I was uncomfortable the first time I listened to it, but then when I was doing my notes, I really enjoyed the song. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, um, no, I when thought I, it was when I listened to the lyrics and I was like, reading along, I was like, oh, I look, I look, I looked at the song in a completely different mm. way. Mm-hmm. I said, I love when the drums kick in on the chorus. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like that a lot, and then they kind of continue through the rest of the song. I said the song is really sweet, like lyrically. I'm like, the song is like really sweet, mm-hmm. and like a plum. Hey, uh, <laughs> and that flute in the bridge was a very nice, unexpected mm. touch. I'm pretty sure it's a flute. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, it was an unexpected musical touch that I really appreciated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like this when I listened to it while reading the lyrics. I really liked this one. Okay, track number nine, we have Lucky Strike. I meant to look up. Do you know what are Lucky Strikes? They're cigarettes. That's what I was assuming. Okay. Mm-hmm. I said good song, but nothing too special in my opinion. Just from listening to it. Really? Yeah. I said I love this chorus. Oh. Um, you got this. I don't know the words. Uh, 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 boy, tell me all the ways to love you. It, to me, it sounds like... A, it sounds like a pop song I would have really enjoyed listening to while in New York, mm. like just going through the city and mm-hmm. whatnot. It gives me that type of vibe. I don't really know how to explain what that vibe is, mm-hmm. but that's the vibe it gives me, the chorus especially. Um, so that's why I like it. Probably because I, I can hear it playing at Express or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and I like that the amount of tell me all the ways to love you in the chorus grows every chorus. Like the first time he said it, like, I think twice or three times after that, he says that five times the last time he says it seven times. It's like, yes, tell me all the ways to love you. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah. And then the, the pre-chorus and the verse are good, but it all, to me, it all leads up to the chorus, which I appreciate. So. Mm-hmm. I love you better. Cause you safe like springtime, short days, long nights, boy Tell me all the ways to love you Cause you taste like lucky strikes, you drag, I light, boy Tell me all the ways to love you Alright, number 10 in the last track on the standard edition, there are two more songs on the Target Deluxe Edition, which I own. and But we're not going to talk about those songs. So yeah. we're just going to be ending. This is the last one that we're going to be talking about. So number 10 is Animal. Which is my fourth star song. Ooh, fourth star. <laughs> um, I, first thing I wrote down was, ooh, Thunderstorm. Because he has like a storm in the beginning playing in the background and then i said that i love the openness to it like it feels like this could be sung into an empty arena like because it, it sounds like very like dramatic like he sings and then he stops and then he sings and then he stops for like the effect yeah so i really liked that a lot but then it got like and then it got a little more fast paced and then i was like eh. but like the beginning part of it was really really good for me it was good for me. <laughs> I said this song grows and has many, many layers mm-hmm. to it. Um, I love the lyrics of being so, like, just passionate and primal with someone. Mm-hmm. I think it's a very... Um, it's not necessarily something I think is like talked about mm-hmm. as much, but I do think it's something as people like we all like experience and go through uh-huh. and whatnot for the most part. 
and um, oh, there's a lyric. Okay, this I have to look up the actual lyric. Don't open my phone. There's a lyric that I said, well, whoa, this is a lyric. Like, and obviously there are really good lyrics on the rest of the album as well. But this one just really like, I was like shook for a second. Mm-hmm. Like, any, more. Uh, yeah, so the lyric is, I believe it's, yeah, it's in the chorus where he says, no angels could beckon me back and it's hotter than hell where I'm at. I said, oh, that is a lyric. <laughs> yeah. And we were like, not even the angels can, like, get me back to heaven. No, we are in hell because it is hot. Mm. I was like, oh, Troy. Baby. Like, yeah, kissing my little baby. My baby talking about <laughs> her own things. I was like, ah, oh, didn't see that coming. Um, How old is he? I don't know, 22 or something. Oh, okay. I don't know. He's of age, Kaylee. Like I'm just making sure. <laughs> I'm just making sure the producers of this album aren't like, well, are we? Are you sure we should do this? Are you sure we should put this out? Uh, he's um, he's 23. Okay, he's a year younger than me. Okay. New, yeah, newly 23. He's born in June, June 5th. Okay. Cool. Um, okay, so yeah, so that's the last song on the album. So let's give our overall opinion. Yeah, our no. Rank and what song we think the people should hear. Oh goodness, um, I really, I surprisingly very much enjoyed this album. Why um, surprising? Only because I only know the two songs that he does that he did, and I wasn't sure I was really gonna like like a whole album of that kind of sound. Mm-hmm. Even though I love Wild, like well, uh, I love uh, uh, it, um, well, uh, uh, but I didn't know if I was ready to hear a whole album of Children. So I was like, okay, I'll just go into this. I'll just go into this. With a I think you blank. would like. I mean, Blue Neighborhood is kind of long, but I think you would like Blue. Yeah, wasn't it like two parts or like three? No, parts? there was a Wild EP which had the first five songs, uh-huh. and then Blue Neighborhood had those five songs plus the rest of the album. Okay. Yeah. No. So. So. That's why I say surprisingly. Um, however, I love the 80s feel. It, it, this album sounds a lot... This album sounds like the reasons I like years and years so much. Mm-hmm. I don't mean to bring them up all the time, but hey, I do like Normani. them. Normani. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's like very vibey. I love the the, yeah. the the just like sit down and write a paper, just yeah, listen. Just, yeah, when you can just um, when you can listen to it intently, or it works very. And this is not like shade, but it works very well as like, background, background music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not shade. I listen to my. Well, I, sometimes I've, I've had conversations with people where I'll say like, "Oh, this is a good album to go to sleep to." And like, "Are you saying it's bad?" I'm saying, "No, it's Mm-mm. just." It's Relax. good, but yeah. you can go to sleep because it. <laughs> it just has that feel. Yeah, that, um, yeah absolutely. Okay, yeah. Um, so my rank, honestly, like seven and a half, eight. Out of ten? Yeah. Okay. And then... Pretty sure that's the highest rating Kaylee's ever given on the podcast. Are you sure about that? I'm sure you gave something. I think you gave something else in I eight, think I did, too. I, I forget. But, yeah. <laughs> um... And then I think the song I'm going to choose is, uh, oh gosh, goodness gracious. Um, 
I'm going to do the good side because I really like the instrumental in that piece. Okay. Um, so this is The Good Side by Troy Sivan on his album Bloom. I got the good side of things Left you with both of the rings My fingers danced and swayed in the breeze The change in the wind took you down to your knees I got the good side of you Sent it out into the blue Okay, so my overall opinions Mm-hmm. Is I think it's a very solid, cohesive pop album. Mm-hmm. Uh, something that we are very missing in pop music today. I thought Blue Neighborhood was really thoughtful and searching for something and sad. Yeah, those album, he found it. Yeah, and I think, <laughs> oh goodness, he and I think found he it. found a lot of things. <laughs> um, but I think Bloom is a fun coming of age pop album with that touch of '80s that speaks to my soul. Mm-hmm, Just mm-hmm, love it. Mm-hmm. And even though I wish, low key, kind of wish Jack Antonoff did another song with him on this album. They've done two together uh-huh. already, and I kind of wish there was one on this album. Um, and if there is, I, have to, I haven't looked at the credits, but if there is, then I just can't pick it up, uh-huh. pick it out, which we're very surprised about. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. And then I say Troy seems very, very happy on this album for the, and this album cycle, and. He has much more bops this time around as well. Yeah. Because there weren't really, like, bops on the first um, album besides, like, youth and whatever. I think the strongest part about this album is the songwriting. Mm -hmm. I think he really stepped his game up in that department. I think he was really writing stories and but translating that well to having, like, just really hooky, good... Uh, pop choruses and yeah, I think that's a very that's the kind of like mix you kind of hope to achieve like we can have like this lyrical depth but still be uh, attainable enough for like the general public to kind of uh, latch onto but not think you're just some teeny bopper making stupid songs but like you're an artist who really has something to say yeah and I think the song structures and that's mainly around like the pre-choruses and the sequencing on the album are very solid. I think it all flows pretty nice. There's not any parts where I was just like, oh, that was a mm-hmm. interesting transition or like, oh, that's coming after this or, oh, that's weird. And, yeah, I was like I said, a lot of good pre-choruses that flow really nice into the choruses that give them this really nice build that I love in my pop music. I, for my score, I was I did it out of five this time. I'm going to give it a 4.5 out of five. Oh, okay. I think it's like really, really... Giving it... <laughs> Yeah, I think it's really, really solid for the most part. If I would, I would give it a five if, uh, if I could either, well, not 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 necessarily take them off. I don't want to like do that. But if Bloom and the Good Side could be like just short, a little bit shorter, mm. then I probably would enjoy it. Oh, okay. Um, it'd probably be more of a five for me. Mm-hmm. And. Um, uh, songs I like. I know I didn't give my star songs or whatever, oh, but you can. I, I think you can kind of tell which one I really liked. Yeah. Um, I like Seventeen, My My My, obviously. Um, Dance to this. 
uh, Plum and uh, Lucky Strike. Those are the ones I like the most. I was going really back and forth between 17 and Lucky Strike for like my top five, so I just kind of put both of them up there because I couldn't really decide. But the song I think that you guys should hear, I think you should listen to the album, but uh, the song I think you guys should hear is Plum. Yeah, that's just a bop. So here is Plum from Bloom. Maybe our time is gone. Maybe we're all overgrown. Even the sweetest plum has only got so long. Maybe we're barely holding on. Uh, even the sweetest plum has only got so long. Okay, and that is going to wrap up our album of the week. Yay! Von Bloom. So make sure you check out that album. Let yes. us know what you think of it, what are your favorite songs. And yeah, so now we're going to go to our Don't Sleep on This tracks. So I have two. And the first one I have is from an artist named Pilo. And he is from the Bay Area, and g Easy actually had brought him out hmm. as a guest at his concert. They have a song together called Power, which I love. And then he, so then g Easy was like, oh, can we really take you to the Bay? So Pilo did one of his songs, and it's called Put Me On Something. And it went really hard, like, not hard, but it had this really nice, like, bounce that I really liked when they did it live, and it translates just the same well on the recorded version so if you're looking for just uh, like I put it on like my workout playlist I think it's a good song to work out to or mm-hmm. you just you know feel good about yourself or whatever mm-hmm. so this is Put Me On Something by Pilo no I can't quit no I don't fuck with that mid bitch but hey put me on some 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 yeah, we really gone dumb. Put me on some. Put me on some. Put me on some. Put me on some. The second song that I have is actually by NF. His new single, Lie. Oh, okay. Which I don't know if that's been playing on radio or oh, anything. Yeah. It has? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I've, I've heard it a couple times, and this one I liked and stood out to me more quicker or quicker than um what was this the hit song he just had uh um let you down yeah let you down thank you um i i i I gravitated towards this one a lot more than let you down Mm -hmm. but you know nf is his is his style it's from the same album obviously so this is nf lie I heard you told your friends that I'm just not your type If that's how you really feel, then why'd you call last night? You say all I ever do is just control your life But how you gonna lie like that? How you gonna lie like that? Yeah I heard you said I ain't the type for you I don't regret it though, I learned from it They should have you locked up for all the time you stole all right, Kaylee, do you I got have any songs? One. Ooh. Um, it's only because I saw the music video today because it came out today. Yeah. Um, it is Silk City and Dua Lipa for electricity. A lot. Of, I've heard. I've been hearing a lot of people talking about that. Yeah. It's um. It is um. 
the video is amazing. Oh, it, it also features Diplo and Mark Ronson. Mm. And so it it is like the video itself is just like Dua Lipa dancing like half naked. So yeah. I was already like entranced. And then, <laughs> but the I mean her voice is just I can't I can't sing it for you like right now because I've only heard it once. But yeah. I remember going oh this is my don't sleep on it track because it I mean it just it's a it's a bop it's a very it might not go to radio it's a bop but it's a bop. Um, so this is Silk City and Dua Lipa featuring Diplo and Mark Ronson with Electricity. And that's Don't Sleep on This Tracks. Mm -hmm. So that is going to wrap up another episode of the Pop Talk Pop Talk Podcast. Pop talk. Uh, thank you guys so much again for listening. Um, and make sure you're following us on our social medias. If you want to hear all the songs that we play today on today's podcast and check out our Spotify page. And that link will be in the description. There will be a playlist for this specific episode that have all the songs from this episode that you guys can listen to. And that's totally cool. And make sure you follow the page for more things coming. So next week, next week, we are going to be having an interview mm -hmm. from a local 757 artist. So we're really excited about that coming up. And yeah, so make sure you stay tuned. So don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you yes. don't miss out on the notifications. Yeah. iTunes and SoundCloud. All right. And All right. We are going to go out to uh, probably Kaylee and I's favorite song. Yeah. From Troy Sivan. Mm -hmm. This is Wild from Blue Neighborhood. It's super good. And until next time, bye guys. Bye. I've been a fool.